0: Uh, First of all, if anybody's going through any divorce, uh, you deserve a second chance. You deserve a second chance. Everybody deserves to be happy.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to Season 3 of Conversations with Andy. Uh, Previously, we are known as the Andy Chen Talk Show. Um, Before we begin today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about um, some of the questions that have came up uh, in this period of break. Um, first of all, why did we stop after season two? Uh, the main reason is because I had no idea how to produce. I couldn't, uh, the show wasn't sustaining and uh, I was taking out too much time of, and energy of me and I couldn't sustain it. Um, and um, so I wanted to find a way to actually sustain the show. And uh, I've learned through this break, I've learned how to produce properly. I've learned uh, basically how to how does a show work. and um, and we actually did have quite a few opportunities to bring the show back in between um, in short series. But the issue was that um, I had to compromise a bit on uh, the messaging and also the basically the integrity of the show. And I really didn't want to do that. For me, conversations with Andy is something that I feel has a very pure soul. <laughs> Basically, I just want to talk about things I want to talk about, you know. And uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to make it into a show to push someone else's agenda. I want to. I want to keep the integrity. I want to keep it as a, a resource as something that is close to my heart. And uh, I want to talk about topics that I want to talk about. And I want to talk to people that I care about and I'm inspired with. So inspired by. So, uh, I what I happened. What happened was that uh, I decided to give those uh, options a miss and uh, I decided that uh, I'm still going to do this uh, at this point with my own pocket but as we go on I'll definitely look for support Um, so if you are an owner of a company or if you are working in the marketing department of any company uh, and you guys want to support this episode, support our show, support our episode, please do drop an email here uh, and uh, I'm sure we can work out something uh, that can help you market your product, market your brand, at the same time support the show. I'm sure the fans of the show would be very, very uh, grateful. Um, we are also exploring uh, crowdfunding um, and because a lot of people have DM'd me and told me that they are willing to donate to keep the show going, uh, donate to basically have, add subtitles to the show and stuff like that, and, and uh, I'm very grateful. So drop a comment, Uh, And let me know if that's something you're willing to do. If the response is good, maybe we'll start a crowdfunding page. Okay, great. So glad that we are restarting the show. And for this very first episode, uh, I actually want to talk about the topic a topic that is weirdly taboo in our society, and that's the topic of divorce. And I actually managed to get a guest uh, that has experienced divorce twice in his life, and it's still very open and And very generous um, about his experiences, and he has shared so much in this uh, one-hour-plus podcast about um, the legalities of a divorce, about the emotional state of a divorce, about co-parenting after a divorce, and all this I feel are really, really important topics to talk about, and really, really great resource for people out there who are actually going through uh, this process themselves. So without any further ado. Dan, the man, Daniel, oh. Like, you, I know you are someone that can talk about everything, anything. But honestly, this topic is weirdly a huge taboo in Singapore. Or even in like yeah. the Southeast Asia. It's very weird. Um, I, I remember I was talking to you on a magazine shoot. And that's almost like a, a year it's or two three, years years ago. Oh, three, three, years three years ago. Has it been three years? Yeah, I think it's been three years. It's been three years. So for me, right? Like, after I had the conversation with you, it was really enlightening and I kept like going back to this, like to the, 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 the topic and to talking to you because I was, I've learned so much even though we only talked for like 15 minutes. So I thought like we really, I think a lot of people, it will really help a lot of people. So I'll give you an example. Okay, I've just recorded this talk show on um, uh, national TV a while back, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, this whole thing is about relationship, the whole talk show. And we talked about like divorce, right? and it was 60 minutes to talk about divorce, so I'm like, oh, I'm quite excited to talk about it. We spent the whole 60 minutes talking about how to avoid getting a divorce. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, to me, right, I was like, why are we talking about, like, avoiding a divorce like as if it's something people are working towards? It's very ridiculous, right? To me, it's like, nobody is working towards that, you know? What we really need to talk about is, like, uh, what happens next, or, like, you know, mm-hmm. what can we do next? How, how, and it's so, it's such a huge topic that I'm sure we can't even finish talking about it today. That's why I think mm-hmm. it's very important. I'm so happy that you are willing uh, to share. Uh, so, I mean, to begin, right, I was hoping that you could actually maybe just share with us roughly, like, what's your whole um, process like? How, 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 maybe just share your experience, lah, you
0: know? Of my divorce? Yeah, of your divorce. Okay.
1: If I'm not wrong, you are. This is your, your, on your third marriage, right? Is your Correct. Third marriage. Yeah. Okay, so so my,
0: first, my first marriage is actually like a, a childhood sweetheart thing. And then uh, we were only together for literally a few months before I popped the question. So I was 23 wow. years old. 23. <laughs> <laughs> totally no idea what I was doing. And, <laughs> and I just Dramatic. decided to take the plancha. Uh She was actually uh, in my secondary school. So we got married. It, it, it fell apart really, really quickly. And uh, within uh, a few months, less than a year, uh, we knew that this one, we better not, cannot really, you know. So, that was uh, my first marriage. Uh, so second were, marriage is probably where. You hmm. were a
1: few months into your first marriage.
0: Yeah, it was just so, a few months. And so, it was not decided, a
1: divorce, it's an annulment?
0: Uh, I didn't know what an annulment was back then. <laughs> I... Had I known, I would have probably fought for it because an annulment is if you are not married for more than one year, right? You can Mm. actually get an annulment and stuff. Uh, Also, um, there were other issues as well, but uh, I still continued paying alimony for about five years after that as well. So in my early 20s, I was already, you know, kind of getting experienced in this topic. That's why I'm the perfect person to talk to in this topic. (laughs) Okay, can
1: I just ask, like, when you talk about alimony, right? It's, um, I'm sure it's case by case basis, right? It and, is, it and, is. Like, and it's like a percentage of your income and assets So
0: I wouldn't say it's it... a percentage. It's just entirely how you, um, how you guys uh, talk about it. For example, if you were giving her $1,000 a month every single month for yong, or you're giving her a certain amount of money, then uh, the, the law states that you must continue that lifestyle for her up to a certain point till she gets married or till I get married again or, you know, something like that. Oh, we're very yes, lucky yes. that we didn't have kids at that time, so... Um, it was uh, it was a good thing. Like, it was very very short, and I to be honest, I don't even remember a lot of my life back when I was twenty three, which is twenty two years ago. Ooh. It's a lifetime ago. Lifetime ago. Uh, after that, of course, uh, I I got together with Jamie. We were together for eleven years, and uh, eleven year relationship uh, together with dating, and we have a beautiful daughter, Renee. Um, somewhere at about twenty fifteen, we we. Uh, We sort of separated, but we only announced it only in uh, 2016. Mm. Uh, We signed um, something in April of 2016. And then um, by in two, three months, boom, the whole thing was done already. And we announced it at at the New Year's Eve at the end of 2016. Mm. We thought it'd be symbolic in a way to, you know, um, 2017, new year, new life. But it's already been uh, been in the making already now. So it's been mm. quite a few years since then. And I guess you guys want to know more, you want to know more about the divorce itself, is it? Like how, yeah,
1: I guess, uh, I guess also, okay, for me, right, I, I would be thinking about like how, how do y'all get to, because it feels like you and Jamie are, are still friends, right? And it feels yeah. like you kind of got through it um, nicely. In a way, which I'm pretty sure, like from what I, my friends like my experiences, my uh, friends tell me, that is not the majority of the case. That's not the norm, right? So most of the time, yeah. when it ends in a divorce, it gets really ugly. It uh, is but really, then really it's it really, really ugly. Yeah. So like, I was also interested to know if you are okay to share, of course, that like you know how you all both kind of agree upon something and you all actually set a date together and I think that's amazing like basically like working through it like adults which is easy to say but it's crazy when you have invested like 11 years of your life together it is it's tough so hard, yeah.
0: when back in 2015 when Jamie told me she wanted to leave me uh, first of all I just want to say I was devastated um, I, we went to counseling we, we tried to salvage it but she made up her mind and she decided that she doesn't want to be in this marriage anymore um i've always been a family guy what people know about me is that i didn't have a father growing up jamie didn't have a father growing up uh for me keeping a family together and family is one of the most important things for me um so i was naturally devastated during that time when uh when jamie said she wanted to leave me uh more importantly i after all the things that we tried to do cannot she moved out uh I helped her renovate her new house. <laughs> you that's your name. job, right?
1: That's your career, It's right? <laughs> my uh,
0: So, I basically, but I wanted to, them to have a comfortable uh, place to live after the divorce. So, uh, she moved out first and I continued staying at the, the old house. And then we sold the old house as well. We had to divide up assets. The dividing assets, we we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so man. That's nice. like, it. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, during the, after that, the portion, I, I call it my dark ages. Um, it was really, really tough because uh, I went through a period of alcoholism. I drank a Ooh. bottle of whiskey every single day Ooh. for I don't know how many months. Um, I was drunk every moment, every time. Couldn't function anymore. I was totally devastated. I remember there was one time uh, I stayed at my my, my mom's uh, uh, three-room HDB flat. She let me stay there for a little while. She wasn't staying there. She stays with my sister. So, during that time, I went in, and I was drinking every day, I was, in, I was just crying on a daily basis for months, you know, Andy, I was literally crying for months, and there was one time I drank a whole bottle of whiskey in one goblet. And then that's, that, that's close
1: to like a suicide attempt, it's, right? It's, was that the intention? It,
0: no, it was not, it was not. Okay. Um, I love life, that was not a suicide attempt, it was just like... I was just so in pain. overcome with pain mm. that I needed to find something to numb it, you know. So, I did the whole bottle. And before I knew it, right, I stumbled, 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 and I passed out. I passed out on the kitchen floor, whacked half my face. Half uh, my, my face was blue-black, you know, because I, bam, dropped on the floor. And oh, I just passed shit. out. And after I passed out, uh, uh, when I came to, it was 25 hours later. So, mm. 25 hours later, I woke up in a, in a puddle of puke. And and, and pee, and that was what I call the lowest point in my life and then when I snapped out of it I realized what am I doing I have to start changing I have to live for Renee because then uh, I had suddenly had only one focus which was to live for Renee everything was for Renee but Renee doesn't know it but she saved my life wow. she saved my life more than she knows because she was the only thing I was looking forward to she was the one that kept me alive and she was really my my, my focus la, to, to getting out of that whole entire rut. That rut went on for a while. And oh. as you know, all the friends around me, probably all not really great uh, confidants. So whenever we meet, all they want to do, ah, come, 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 drink, forget the troubles. But I realized the most powerful thing was uh, embracing the actual divorce and, and diving head into it and talking about it actually was the main thing that snapped me out of my depression and snapped me out of, uh, the whole, uh, feelings, uh, when, when Jamie left me. And, um, basically that was the time la that, that I, I realized I needed to become version two, become better, improve. Um, so as well, you know, mm. like self-reflect and, uh, figure out what, what I can do. Um, and then after that, of course, me and Jamie started talking again. Because before that, I was I, we went through a groveling phase. There's a whole groveling, come back to me, come back to me, right? Mm. Then after the groveling phase comes the depression. After the depression comes the it's the five stages of grief. You can Google yeah. it immediately. You'll know. And after that, we started talking, uh, and then we started to decide how to how to do this, how to um, uh, do the whole divorce thing, and how to. Uh, create Team Renee. Basically, we have this, this term wow. called Team Renee. Uh, we cannot be together. The parents cannot be together. We recognize that. Uh, but um, the relationship with the child doesn't end, right? So mm. we're always about Team Renee. Whatever uh, thing we're talking about, it's for Team Renee. We decide on anything, it's for Team Renee. Mm. So that was basically the divorce and, and, and moving past that. How, how um,
1: when, when is the point when you realize that like, you know, you went into this spiral of like depression and everything. When when was the click that like, oh, it's really, it's over. You know, like sometimes it can happen. You can sign the paper and it doesn't matter. Like there is yeah. like this switch where you realize like, oh, like it's not gonna be the same anymore. Like was there such a moment for you? And when
0: when there was, was. it was actually in uh, April of uh, twenty sixteen when we went to the lawyers. Uh, uh, so we were sitting at Rookery, having a having a drink. We met. And then we went to the lawyers, we signed, we came down, we, we sat down next to each other. And then we said, that's it. Um, cheers. We each had a beer <laughs> okay. and then we, we, we cheers. And I think I remember feeling such a, a heavy heaviness during that moment where I realized that this is it is I'm, I'm divorced again. And now I'm on my own. And, uh, it was tough lah, because after that, of course, spiraled back into depression again. Depression is never a one-moment thing. It's a, it's a coming and going thing. And just like pain, it comes and goes. Memories comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. Um, but to snap out of it is uh, was, I would say, one of the greatest achievements of my life. Because to me, family was everything. Jamie at that time was everything. and um, And I would have done anything to... To salvage the family, but um you know she she was uh, resolute in her decision and I respect that. Um and yeah. Mm. Okay.
1: So can we uh talk a bit about the process? Because I think mm-hmm. like um yeah. this is like the technical <laughs> part, right? But I yeah, think okay. um it's like so like what we get, like what I get is like for marriage story, whereby you know, you watch that film. You watched that oh, oh, on Netflix, the, marriage story.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. So, okay. So the what, process,
1: huh? Yeah. So what's the process like? Like, yeah, I know there's like a separation period, and then like there's some uh, compulsory, uh, thera- yeah. couple therapy session or something that you have to go through. Yeah. What was the
0: whole so process you need like? To and go-
1: the mindset as well, because you're probably not in the best state uh, of mind while you're going through all that painful stuff. How How was it like?
0: So uh, there are a couple of things. First of all, the government does make you go for a course before you want to get a divorce, right? Okay. And they teach you how to uh, deal with kids and blah, 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 and what have you not. But a lot of people don't know that there's actually three different ways to have a divorce. Oh. Way number one is that you guys go through a separation period of three years. And then three after years. that, three years, only after that, then you can get a divorce. That's the first one. The, that's only if two, one of uh, all of you guys agree uh, me and Jamie, we went through the second way, which is the super fast-track way. We went to the uh, lawyers um, and talked about irin- uh, how do you pronounce that word? Irreconciliable differences. Okay. And then we um, wrote down all our assets, and it was a very clear division of everything. right? So that was done only in a, a space of, I would say, four months. Three, four months. It's done already. Basically, okay. the lawyers will go to the judge. The judge will just Pass the motion and then put, that that's, that's done. Oh, okay. Um, the fourth way is let's say one. Wait, party third way, third wants way right? To, ah, the third way, the third way. Okay, sorry. No, four ways. So the first way is when one party wants to divorce, second party does not want to divorce. Then they have to wait mm. four years. Wait, what? Four so four they have years. to separate for four years, basically. Separate for four years, yeah. I mean, when you're doing separation, wow. you can stay in the same house, you can stay in different rooms, you must. Mm you must be able to be physically separate and all that as well. So there's three different types of ways. Like we went through the fast track way. That's why okay. um, she, Jamie, I remember this one magical line that she told me was like, uh, if we had to wait three years, I mean, her, her clock would be ticking, right? Because uh, she, she asked me, then <laughs> I said, okay, okay, hmm. we'll do it fast. And then we made a decision to actually um, to wrap things up like, very, very quickly then of course comes the mindset the yes. mindset while going through all this is um everybody goes through this process differently like i was only going through the process of grieving for myself and secondly i just wanted the best for her i wanted the best for renee and her and renee um so my process was just really trying to take care of them uh, where they move to uh, um, like what kind of expenses Renee is going to get, blah, blah, blah. The division was really, really clear cut because, um, oh, another thing is that like in terms of division of assets, because we were together for so long, like uh, whatever that we had before the marriage, that doesn't need to be divided. But so let's say anything you amass after marriage, that's everything that needs to be divided. Right. Down the line. Yeah, it's all down the line, 50-50. Uh, I did mine 50-50 because I feel that, you know, Jamie deserved that. She was also um, the founder of 12 Cupcakes when we we had to sell the company. uh, We had to sell the house, sell the different assets that we had and divide it up.
1: So you sold the company because of the the divorce?
0: I mean, the divorce, uh, the company was probably one reason why um, the divorce actually came about. Like, I was spending a lot of time. Working, 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 trying to save the business, do this for the business, expand the business, um, like like one of the things that I've, I've uh, made a mistake in in the past, which I never do now, is family, family time. you know we shouldn't take family for granted, uh, spend more time with your other half because if you don't spend time with your other half, somebody else will. <laughs> you know so make sure you cherish your other half and and I realized back then I was so busy with business and so busy so busy with uh, expanding twelve cupcakes that will maybe ho um the ex a little bit, and that's why maybe one of the reasons like, it's, it's but, one of many reasons but in the, in in the mind
1: of like the husband and the father, it's like I'm doing this for the family as well, right sometimes I fall into that as well, like i said I'm doing this because I want like a, a better quality of life, a better future, a better this, better that. yeah yeah i I think i I also sometimes get into. At that state i mean i don't know i can't speak for all men but at least a lot of my friends we have this i don't know this need to kind of prove ourselves and also to like provide and when i say provide it's like yeah. provide financially and and you know well, like this security for
0: our family and we think that's the most important sometimes. but that said there's also yeah. another really important every woman is different some mm-hmm. women would um appreciate their husbands who go out and work their asses off and, coming, and come back, right? Nice. Some women require, uh, no, you don't have to work so hard. We don't need that much money. We just need this much money and I need time spent together. So your, your wife's love language is probably really, really important. And Jamie's mm. was uh, time spent, right? Mm. So probably that was more important than living in a big house or living in better conditions or not. So I guess mm. uh, love language, knowing your other half is really important as well. Mm. And the mindset back then was just trying to make sure that they are well taken care of, even though we are starting to live apart. So when we were living apart, um, I was just, you know, trying my best to help them out. I used to, I remember a time where I was still buying them groceries because when I go to the supermarket, if Renee wants to eat this, uh, the family needs like vegetables, milk, blah, 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 I just buy everything, go there, drop it off. This is uh, even uh, during the divorce, actually after the divorce as well. Mm. Um, and the funny thing now is that, the the whole divorce, uh, thing, a lot of people look to us as like, Hey, examples of how, how we can do it, but there actually is a lot of communication involved as well. Like, you know, mm. like, um, not everybody's like us, like you said just now and they like, um, everybody goes through it differently and <laughs> some people will be really, really terrible. Oh, man, the horror <laughs> stories, man. Yeah, there's so many horror stories. So people yeah. ask us all the time, you know, how do we do it? Yeah. Um, it's really the ability to detach yourselves from this triangle. Now, I, I often tell people that relationships is always like a triangle, you know, a family. Let's say you have one kid, it's a triangle. Two, two kids is square already, right? Okay. So the triangle is um, the kid is over here this is the daddy, this is the mommy, all right? Dad and kid's relationship should always be there. And mom and kid relationship should always be there. Even though the, the daddy and mommy relationship is no more, you always have a relationship with your child. And if you concentrate on that, forget about the two of you. Um, don't bicker in front of your kid. Don't badmouth your other half. A lot of people are just, you know, saying things like, hey, need a mama, hey, need a papa, you know, it's like, it's a terrible thing because when, when the child goes through that and if you think about it psychologically, how is it going to affect them? Hmm. It's not going to make them rounded. It's not going to make them grounded. Hmm. Uh, it's just a terrible way to bring up a child in divorce if you guys are squabbling. But if you guys are on the same team, yes, you guys don't have anything. Maybe, hmm. Never mind. As long as you guys are doing your best for the kid, the kid will turn out right. And but you brought the focus to Renee. That was the main difference. Right.
1: So basically, I mean, it's very easy. It's easier to say, but it's very hard because, like, hardly you get a, a breakup or like a split up that is like if both parties are, are in on the split up, right? A lot of times, one party wants a, a, a to end it and the other party doesn't want to. So when that happens, there's a lot of resentment that builds up during the, especially if you are going to drag it out on a divorce process, right? The resentment just kind of yeah. compounds and it gets, that's how all the horror stories and we hear about. But how do you, I mean, I'm sure there are resentments, uh, resentment uh, from both parties. I don't know. I'm just assuming that, how, how
0: do you deal with that so that you can actually, you know, form that beautiful triangle? Uh, the focus was always on Renee. So that's the first thing. We knew that we didn't want her to, to have anything psychologically wrong. So we, we plied her with love. Now, your question is how did we fix the resentment between the, the yeah. two parties? Yeah. Um, first of all, there was not a lot of resentment, uh, I feel. like uh, I always wanted to do what's best for her and tried my best to, to, to end it well with her as well. Uh, she's a wonderful person. I still have nothing bad to say about her. Um, but I've had a lot of stories as well by which people uh, have a lot of resentment towards each other. Yeah. And those are things that I think only time can solve. Uh, time can allow it to, to go away. And they say that you're together, how many years? it take how many years to, to, to fix. But uh, it actually takes a lot of uh, self-reflecting as well. So if every single person who's going through a divorce can use a bit of self-reflecting, right? And self-reflect on why the relationship ended and see the light at the end of the tunnel, then they might say, okay, actually maybe the relationship wasn't working out and it's better that we've ended so that we can move forward, mm. look for other happiness, look for other things uh, that will make you happy. Um, if you two hate each other, if two people really, really hate each other, um, I think it's just the, the bigness of heart um, that will allow two people to not want to be bad towards each other. And if you guys put the focus on your kid, the focus is always on the child or, or, or the dog or the cat or whatever. <laughs> um, then all of a sudden, uh, you guys will realize you're on the same team. That's how, I, how we came up with the term team Renela. You know? right. You're on the same team for certain things, uh, but no one thing for sure. Your lives are forever, forever, forever intertwined together, even though you guys are not together. Like it or not, you will be at graduations together. Like it or not, you'll need to discuss about insurance, health, uh, school, which school to go to, all that, uh, you know, in some way together. I, so, I, yeah, just yeah. remain friends, like, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I want to I talk to you about
1: that, but uh, can I just jump back first to, like, the technicalities yeah. as well? Because I think okay. uh, I'm quite, quite curious about that. So, yeah, you said, like, everything was kind of, kind of like, down the line, but it was decided amongst... Um, yeah, you and Jamie, right? Like you kind of just agreed upon. But is there like any rules or regulations that say how it's supposed to be? Or is it like fought? You know, like when you watch an American series, it's always yeah. fought between the lawyers. Like, you know, I want this, like joint custody, full custody. I want the house. I want your grant. I want the car. I want I want my the, the pet dog. You know, so does it is it like that in, in real life? Or at least in Singapore, is it going to be like that? It,
0: it is, actually. Uh, oh, you oh, can fight shit. for whatever you want. That's why people go to go to such huge lengths to get the best divorce lawyers and what have you not. You can fight for uh, like items in your life and property and money and bank accounts and this and that. Uh, but you have to justify it. And in the end, if you're asking about the technicalities, you lay it all out onto the table and then the judge will decide whether to give it or not. Sometimes... The judge uh, gives more. Sometimes the judge gives less. Uh, But the rule, the general rule is 50-50. But maybe the husband is saying that I spent time building this whole company. My wife didn't do a single thing. Uh, And, you know, uh, I did this, 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 this. I I bought this. She, she, She just came along for the ride. Then sometimes the, if, let's say this is a really wealthy guy, then they can divide it up accordingly. It's down to percentages. It's down to what? both parties will accept in the end. So, the girl lawyers, the boy lawyers will fight for what's best, right? Mm. But in the end, it's, uh, it's finally what, what you guys will, will accept. Right? It's just a give and take. It's a long, costly affair. Some divorce the divorce things, right, cost upwards of $20,000, 30000 $50,000. <laughs> it's not uncommon. Uh, me and Jamie finished it in under two point five k because we oh, wow. <laughs> just went to, just went to oh. sign and when to we already told the the, the lawyer we have already decided this is how we're going to split the assets hmm. um, we just need to bring this to the uh, decree nisi and boom done right so, so the, can be cheap la, can be cheaply done
1: like, yeah. uh, basically but for it to be cheaply done like both uh, like the spouses have to kind of have an agreement of like what how its things are going to be split up. La. but when you start fighting for things that's oh. when like the <laughs> lawyer hours like kind of build up and then the
0: cost kind of yeah oh i see yeah okay. absolutely but at the same time uh once again it is a 50 50 rule so if anybody's thinking about divorce uh, it really is 50 percent of your assets that you have amassed during your your marriage or or but that is subjective as well uh. mm, that's a general rule uh, that's what you're saying General rule. yeah i see okay cool
1: so okay now I'll, I'll okay now this is the 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 team renee thing that i also feel it's um very important to talk about because like when people ask me like oh how's marriage like you know how's married life and everything like married life is not that far away from like dating life you know but once you have a kid or two kids or three kids in the equation that's when it's completely different right so like when i imagine i imagine it to be about the same um, for a divorce you know like it's so much it, it's probably so much harder when there's a child involved right so how do you, who get custody, who's going to, who's a child going to live with, who's going to be in charge of what, and then, uh, you know, there's just so many, how how are we going to make sure that they take it okay, and, and things like that, so how, what's your experience like, you know, and I met Renee, she's uh, such a cheerful, and amazing, and obedient, she's just really, really cute, and really, really sweet girl, and, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, you know, we have this mindset that like, oh, you know, children of a divorced family, they're psychologically broken, you know, they are probably, you know, they don't have a full family, me or papa, you know, so, I, like, is that truth in that or do you think it's, uh, it's something that we should, you know, something that can be destroyed? What, what do you think?
0: Well, it basically depends on how uh, the child is brought up. If the child is brought up in love, I can tell you the child will turn out in love and the child will become great and awesome. Um... Me and uh, Jamie decided on shared custody and uh, we're very, very good at listing things down. So we listed things down on how to solve, how to be uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday with daddy and, um, and uh, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday with mommy, you know. Uh, she stays over at my house, for example, let's say Friday to Saturday, you know. Uh, we, we recognize very, very early on that um, a child needs to have some form of routine. A child needs to be sleeping in the same place. If she sleeps one day here, one day here, that's just too disruptive. Because we would, for Team Renee, right? Uh, We realized that, okay, then she needs to sleep there all the time. But maybe I pick her up every single, three times a week after school. We spend a few hours together doing homework, going for adventures, uh, running in the fields, playground, going catch fish, longkang, reservoir, whatever. And then after that, send her back home at eight o'clock where she gets to a change, settle down, um, and then get ready for school for the very next day. Um, we gave her a very, very clear routine, and we decided that uh, even before we, we were separated. So we already knew how the child is going to live, how things are going to be. But also the super important part is like a child needs to be really, really brought up in love. Um, we tried to make her see the positives in this. We told her straight up as well. Uh, Daddy and mommy have decided not to be together, right? But um, you are going to uh, live at two two places and see the bright side. Now you have uh, two beds, two sets of clothes, <laughs> two Christmas, uh, two sets of toys, two Christmases. Uh, got double everything basically, right? And she said, "Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty cool." But never, never once did she feel that she was being torn apart by right. um, the marriage being torn apart. You know, she, she always felt that hey, I, every time I need daddy, I, I can see him every other day. Every time I need mommy, I see her every night, except for the weekends, because when mm. she, she stays over with, with me. Um, so it was really, really important that that we had that in place before for this to be successful. If you want to have a child in in divorce, lah, it, it, this needs to be in place, some form of routine and you guys have to agree on it and you guys have to just, just talk it out lah, as well.
1: That's why you say it's important that you are still friends, right? Because if you are like nemesis, right, it's just impossible to communicate or come to terms with anything.
0: I think after a, a while in the divorce, you will realize that okay, there's nothing there between the two adults anymore. I care for you as a friend, as a person, but there's nothing anymore. So, is all you can do is just work for the work for the kid, lah, You know, mm. like How- uh, my 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 wife now also. Uh, Comes, she also has a hybrid family as well. My my wife mm. has a has a daughter uh, called Gretel from uh, another marriage, uh, but she and the husband same thing as well. Even though they are not on the best of terms, but they communicate plainly about the child, what time to pick up, when to pick up, what's the best thing, can you buy um, extra clothes, ta uh, she not enough, sweetie uh, whatever, mm. you know. So there is a quite a high degree of communication, and I think it's a really classic example by which if you guys can put your differences aside, uh, this thing actually really, really, really can work. Yeah, right. Really how, can work. How, how old was Renee when you broke the news to her? Not old, right? She's
1: pretty young then, I remember. She was six. She, she was, was six. six. So, like, yeah. but she was okay with it. Did she fully understand what was going on? Was there any form of um, reluctance or, or anger or any, any form? I'm, I'm pretty sure there will be, right? No.
0: <laughs> Nothing at all. Like uh, she, she wasn't upset in a way because we just showered her with a lot of love. And uh, as you know, lah, like, Jamie is a really hands-on parent. I'm a really hands-on parent. Both of us, when she's with Jamie, they're doing their activities: music, singing, <laughs> dancing, all uh-huh. sorts of everything. Right. When Renee's with me, we're doing our soccer fields, go and catch fish, go and to the nature parks, and go for walks and whatever have you not. Right. So she wasn't upset. There was no crying. There was no tantrums. There was no, um, there was none of that because we, we explained it. And ever since she was a, a child, uh, since one year old, uh, we've been talking to her like an adult. And uh, when we speak to her, we never baby baby her. Mm-hmm. In fact, we always only talk to her as an adult. Like when she was three, Renee, please finish your meal. It's not nice to you. You know, <laughs> everything is just <laughs> prim and proper. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we just made sure uh, that, that she, we explained uh, even the divorce. Uh, in a very matter of fact, leaving no emotions inside. You know, mm-hmm. I never, never once told her, your mom left me, made me so miserable. Not, none of that. Right. And, you know, I, it was super important that, um, like, you have to fix your own issues. And then after that, you, you break it to her. Your mom and me have decided to... Not live together, huh? Not live together? Yeah. Now you're gonna have two houses, two beds, two sets of bed sheets. My side you can have a white room. The other side you can have a blue color room, a pink room. <laughs> you know, we just started giving her the, the choices la. Then uh-huh. she, she sort of like took it within her stride, and she has turned out beautifully. And we are we are so proud of her. She's so jovial, and she had a birthday party uh, some years back, and the host of the birthday party asked, "Okay, kids, what do you guys love about Renee?" And all the kids were shouting because she's gentle, because she's kind, because she takes wow, care of all of so us. So meanwhile, we were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's can so imagine. Yeah. And, and uh, it was, she's just turned out amazingly uh, well. And for a family that's broken up, she's turned out really well adjusted as well. And I think it's because of the amount of love that we shower her with.
1: Do you think now that she's a bit older, right? Like, um, she has more thoughts. She she basically probably understand uh, like a divorce a bit more. And as she grows older, she probably also have um more questions or maybe her own understanding. Like, have she ever like come to you to talk about um this topic before? Yeah. Or?
0: Okay. Of course, of course. Um, her mom and me of always have been straight up. So Jamie tells her we why we didn't work out, why we cannot be together. Mm-hmm and um you know she, we we explain it to her so she has come to me and asked you know uh, are you guys going to get back together uh, why and why not and blah 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 all that kind of stuff um so how we uh how we got around that was really just explaining that um, you know we all make choices in our life and and everybody has to move on and we just teach her about life lessons like, as we go along but whenever she talks about it she's she understands it really quick and in fact right now she uh, like all of her friends when they chat with her on the phone is very cute you know they're on the telephones hey where are you now oh i'm at my dad's house i'm at my mom's house she'll tell her friends and all the friends are like, i understand oh yeah okay that's cool and then they take it in their stride like children are just so 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 uh, adaptable that's the word and they are just so amazing um, they, they, they won't have problems as long as they are always feeling secure. Hmm. So imagine if they are not feeling secure, like, or, or the, or, or the papa mm. my dad doesn't want me anymore. Then, then you're going to have like, some feelings right. of uh, resentment and scared, fear, blah, blah, blah. And then she's going to act out. Then she's going to do this, do that. But Papa and Mama both really love her. Both really want her. Uh, I'm asking all the time, you know, like, hey, can I spend more time with Renee? And can she come more often mm. and what have you not and and so far it's, it's she's been really well adjusted mm. i
1: I also think like um you know my my par- uh, my my wife actually uh came from a broken family, and it was not um as well planned out <laughs> as yours um as like many of that generation um yeah. and sh- like um uh, i think there was also a lot of like hiding of the truth you know sometimes it's not like mm-hmm. they are trying to harm the person or not trying to spend time with them, but there's also a lot of the like like, you know, like, and then when the kid asks, and then they're like, ah, meow la, la, papa, and then all this, like, not being basically straight with your kid, mm. right, can also actually give them a lot of insecurities, I feel.
0: Yeah, no, that's no, absolutely true. And, uh, I think maybe because we 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 converse well, I mean, we've always been an open book, like, mm. Jamie converses well with Renee, and and me and Renee, we, uh, when she was growing up it would always be bedtime stories, right? So after the third bedtime story is done, uh, we are still there in the dark, lying next to each other, chit-chatting about uh, life, about um, when I was in my secondary school, what did I do? You know, just there chatting. And I think that's really, really important, especially for all fathers, because fathers, if you can, if you are able to uh, move past just a relationship of providing, doing, unpaid, uh, and getting everything sorted out, and move to a more uh, tender side of your child, like understanding the child's feelings. Hey, when this happened, how did you feel? When your friend didn't want to talk to you, how did you feel? You know, And going into the emotional side, the, the younger you do it with your children, the old, when, you, when they're older, they open up to you so much more. Oh, wow, so okay. much more. And it's just so powerful, you know, because when, imagine this, three years old, I started talking four, five, six, seven, now, uh, whenever she has any issues with her friends, her friends don't want to talk to her in school. They ignored her. Blah 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 blah. Immediately <laughs> she comes to me, and immediately she she opens up and, and talks about her feelings and and gets it all out. And I tell you, it's so good for a child to get it out. They cry. You give them a shoulder to cry on. But you you hear the solution. You hear the problem. You give them a solution. Well, maybe tomorrow, why don't you go and talk to her first? And then you know, there's a lot of like. Uh, Politics in primary school. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just need to it out with her, talk it talk it through with her, and then soon you'll realize that, oh, within a day or two, they are totally fine. It doesn't get to them. It, but if they don't know how to emote, they don't know everything, keep, 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 keep. I better not talk to my dad because my dad will only just shoot me down, ask me to go and sleep and say that I'm dumb. Or you know, mm. If you allow that tender emotional part to come out from a very young age, I can imagine this next time, when she's 15 and she has a boyfriend, she'll be telling me about the boyfriend and I'll oh, wow. tell her what to look out for and what That's not to That's the goal, do. man. That is the goal. It's about That's open communication. Goal. If You have a son, same thing as well. So, you know, like just, just be open from a very young age and just allow them to communicate with you. And uh, that really helps in, in a deeper bond of relationship. It's really, really so wow. useful. Oh
1: cool. Okay, I but there's this one last part I was want to talk about, right? It's basically congrats you're married. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now there is the the further question of you know like now you are integrating uh, another family, right? Yeah. And um, this
0: is huge. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's huge, right? You a family, and Jamie might have her own family in the future, and um, Faye, your your wife, also has her family from her past marriage. You know, so like now it's the equation just got even more complicated yeah. and and like when I watch like American shows right, and they have like um you know the mm. the the current husband and the ex husband with you know celebrating the same birthday and everything like, <laughs> i 'm like, so like like so i 'm like but i 'm so far away that i really don 't even have i don 't even know where to start to imagine a scenario like that you know but i' okay, do you have anything to share or like how how, how do you handle this? <laughs> I mean, complex equation um, at this
0: point. <laughs> This is pretty, pretty complex. So first of all, to thank you, uh, I'm very, very happy now in my, in my new life. And I met Faye only just like two years, one, one plus year, two years ago. And now we're married, you know, and we're living in the same house. It's just a whirlwind thing. But when I, when I met her, I already knew that she was the one, you know, because. Wow. congrats, um, man. When, thanks, man. But it's because like when you have so much time to self-reflect, you often tell yourself what you need in your life, what you don't need in your life. What you love in a girl, what you don't love in a girl. And then when a woman comes along and she embodies everything that you want, well, immediately you want to choke. chop mm. stamp on that one, you know? Um, <laughs> you choked it Okay. Chop already. Yeah. Chop <laughs> already. <laughs> already with a ring and stuff.
1: We were talking about um, how this hybrid situation is very complex. Ah, and you're okay. saying that like, yeah, it's <laughs> man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So basically, so, <laughs> like, I think there needs to be very, very clear lines, you know, and clear boundaries. For example, like, uh, I would I would count my current wife as uh, someone who's like quite jealous, you know. Um, so she tells me that we we all have very very clear boundaries. Like, if you're talking to your ex, and if you're talking to your ex about reminiscing things, about talking about以前回味以前的 the qin kuang, all the that, that's hao, like, a, that, that's a very big no-no. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: You're talking only about your daughter, you're talking about, um, you know, logistics, who to drop off, what to buy, how to do this, that, 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 that. that is totally fine. Mm-hmm. So likewise, um, I mm-hmm. think, will it come to a situation, we haven't talked about, like, when, let's say, Renee gets married, how yeah. the <laughs> wedding seating arrangements are going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I guess we'll cross the bridge when we come to that. Line. But yeah. for now, uh, it is just purely about logistics and purely about uh, how we live life. Mm. So she talks to her ex. She knows that I talked to Jamie. And, but we our focus now is on coming for this hybrid family to come together. Like, when we got married, it was a 2 plus 2 wedding. So it wasn't a 1 plus 1. It was a 2 plus 2. That was the theme of our wedding as well. Mm. And we recognized um, very early on that, hey, both our daughters are suddenly going to have another sister. And... It is amazing on how they, they they love each other so much. They enjoy playing. Wow. And, and the the姐姐 is like, and she's just uh, looking after her. And Renee's introducing Gretel to all of her friends. You know, this is my sister, you know, and then she can play on uh, Roblox as well. And she can do Minecraft and <laughs> what have you not.
1: Right.
0: And uh, they just have a really good relationship. They will quarrel once in a while here and there, but it is few and far between. And I couldn't have asked for greater joy is just watching them together. And I, th- I guess as, as they're spending more and more time together, uh, especially during this Circuit Breaker as well, because the Circuit Breaker uh, enforces, uh, we've changed our timetable, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we, we have, they have even more time together. They sleep together. They want to do everything together. So, wow, so it's, sweet. A, it's a very sweet thing. Very, very sweet to see them together. And, and me and Faye are just so grateful. That that they have become like that. Can you imagine mm. if they were not on good terms and distressed oh, every single time? So it's like wow. And us uh, doing family things now is just so much so so fun. Uh,
1: mm.
0: Cooking, eating, uh, the works. Uh, just playing games. Did you, did you do any? Um, I mean, like did
1: did this like good relationship just kind of fall into place, or were you? I mean, I'm sure you all were was were, were worried about like them not getting along even while y'all we were dating, right? So, did y'all do anything to um, take any steps? Also, did Renee, I guess, question and ask about, like, like you know, a new marriage is also another thing you have to kind of explain yeah. to a, a young kid, right? <laughs> it so, worked. yeah, how was that?
0: Yeah. We, we we definitely explained it to her, like, hey, uh, but of course, there was the whole relationship that, that started, hmm. uh, like, when I met Faye, uh, after a few months of, of us dating, uh, I told Renee, hey, Renee, I met a, really cool lady, her name is Faye. she's an art teacher, she's so loving, and she's so kind, and she's so nice. Oh, okay, and then they met. When they met, um, she realized that, oh, Auntie Faye is awesome, teaching her art, doing all sorts of things with her, playing games with her, video games, whatever kind of stuff. Um, but I think it was the very fact that Faye started an individual relationship with the child, and, oh,天大雷皮, <laughs> and then, and then uh, like I started a relationship with Gretel you know so I think it's important for the other adult to have a relationship Mm. with the child when that happens everything else is integrated like we we really really know for a fact that because Renee is so kind and loving that she was definitely gonna be kind and loving to Gretel as well Mm -hmm. and when Gretel at first she was really really shy with Renee and when Gretel realized that oh my gosh this, this is so nice to me. And then after that, she would then be nice back. And then soon, they were drawing each other letters and, and cards and stuff when, they're not, not, when they don't see each other. And then when they finally see each other, oh, they want to buy gifts for each other and mm. stuff. And it's just, it's just turned out amazing. Um, right. The relationship with the other kid is the most important part of right. this integration. Yeah. Mm. So let's say you meet somebody, a single parent. Uh, if you're single and you meet somebody, that person is a single parent. Mm. If you uh, spend time in developing your relationship with the with the child, uh, playing things that they want, talking about the things that they're interested in, it integrates so 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 very fast and so much more easier. Yeah,
1: cool. That's that's really important <laughs> advice.
0: Yeah, and it's so
1: so lovely Now, just mm. the two of them together. Oh, I'm very happy for you, man. Oh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm happy too. Do <laughs> you have anyone to busy. go to to ask for stuff like? You know, like, I'm asking, I'm kind of talking to you about it. But, like, who, do, do you have anyone you could even talk to to see, like, this, like, how to deal with situations and stuff? Because I'm sure you, you're dealing with new situations that, like, you never even thought, like, oh, okay.
0: No, leh. I think, uh, I guess I'm pretty good with dealing with whatever that comes our way. Mm. Like, since a young age, you know, like, uh, there's just curveballs left, right, center everywhere. Mm. You know, I grew up poor. I grew up very underprivileged and whatever problem that comes you solve it right mm-hmm. so if you have that mentality same thing as well i didn't really have anybody to talk to uh, i couldn't learn from anybody's stories because every scenario is different like i this is so <laughs> that there's two of us with daughters each and then we we're, we, we met and we okay. and suddenly were together so it was a uh, it's it's a uh, not a situation that's like by the textbook <laughs> by the book or anything yeah. oh, there's Oh, let me look at the examples in the book what will happen if two plus two meet. Mm. Uh, it is an individual situation. But, mm. but that said, it is also about your own heart. The more heart that you want to put into the relationship mm. and uh, developing the relationship with uh, the kid uh, of the person that you met, uh, the, the better the outcome, the better the, the rewards. And so mm. far, it's been so rewarding because just this family is like everything I ever dreamed of. Um, in in life, that's why I like gained five kg. Uh, Faye has gained five kg. We've all. <laughs> grown-
1: <laughs> it's the CV also lah. <laughs> la. <laughs>
0: <CV, laughs> yeah. I also gained five kg. By the way,
1: high five. No, but you look you look awesome. You like so real. Uh, no man, no man properly like the anger. and. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have actually? I mean, you are a public figure, so I think for you even more. Um, there is there like a societal pressure. You know, because I have um, friends, right, it's such a taboo in Singapore, it's so weird. Um, I have friends who are dating like um, they, they, are, they have not been married and they are dating like a, a guy that uh, has been married and divorced, mm. you know, and th- no kids, you know, but just divorced and then like their parents just give them shit about it, you know, and then it's like, oh, it's almost like if you have been through a divorce, you are like a bad person or something's yeah. wrong with you, you know, and and do you get that and even like as a public figure, I'm sure it's even worse. And for you, like, it's painful, but like, like when you say three marriages, right? Wow, people will be like, oh, wow, this Daniel. Hi, ah, yo. You know, see, so I'm sure you get that and like, how, how do you deal with it? And do you think it's fair? Uh,
0: I, I don't think it's fair because everybody deserves a second chance. First of all, like when I, when I met Jamie, uh, one of her uncles uh, said that, huh, this guy's been married before. Wow, well, I don't approve of it. He, Whoa. for the longest time, didn't even approve of me They've being Never even talked to you, right? The you don't even want to talk <laughs> to yeah, me. Yeah. And then he realized that, hey, actually, I'm not that bad a guy. I'm everything for the kids and everything for Jamie. Everything was like, you know, for like, uh, for back then. Uh, but society has pressure on people who are divorcees. There's so, so, so much pressure. Uh, first of all, if anybody's going through any divorce, uh, you deserve a second chance. You deserve a second chance. Everybody deserves to be happy. When uh, when me and Jamie broke up, I was devastated. But uh, after a whole period of self-love, you realize that, hey, even I deserve to be happy. And you're not going to believe the amount of hate mail that I get, mm. the amount of messages uh, I get as a public figure. I, I've, I've gotten it so much until the name Man Holders, you know, so... Um, I'm, I'm sort of like used to it but I get the most unkind things can you like, people one, don't know can you say like, like, like the worst one oh, there's so many like. it's basically, oh, really? like, uh, there's basically like the gist of maybe, it is, a like, hundred people are saying that I cheated on Jamie that's why she's left she left me uh, and I'm 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 abandoning the family I'm abandoned Jamie abandon Re- Renee and these are just random uh, strangers right these are just random people. <laughs> what the people are warriors. They just take time to type me a message on, on, uh, on you know, all those, uh, what do you call this, those chat rooms. They leave messages, unkind things. How did uh, such an ugly guy like Daniel even get Jamie in the first place? Mm. Um, Damn uh, it. But everybody blames me, you see. Uh, see, uh, Daniel is now going to get married again. He's such an asshole, you know. <laughs> the amount of vulgarities I get in my DMs is crazy. Like they will spend time to write a, a paragraph of how much of an ass I am without knowing me, without knowing what happened, without knowing that um, I was alone, I was looking for somebody. That's why I deserve to be in another relationship. Hmm. Um, but, and then soon it became, it, it, it snowballed. A lot. Like recently, I was in the news for, for example, for my restaurants. I asked the, the government, you know, I asked for government help. I asked uh, the landlords to re- reduce rentals during this time. Uh, to help us out as well and then people were just right there in the comments huh your restaurant should close down if you can't take the if you can't even do business that means you suck and wow it's just non-stop bombing you know it's quite crazy but the society will always be biased towards people who have gone through a divorce uh, Mm -hmm. without knowing the scenario and i think that mindset needs to change because there are going to be more and more divorced people amongst our midst in our midst and everybody deserves a second chance everybody deserves happiness I think the important part is if the person um, is a kind person, is a nice person, is a good person, even if you're not a nice, kind, or good person, but you realize what you did wrong and how you can become version two, I think it's actually a blessing in disguise when you meet somebody who's divorced because the person has gone through so much that the person is now an improved version of themselves um, and you get the best of this person. Like when, when I met Faye, Faye was telling me that when she was younger, she's very spoiled. She was always um, pursued by people, very this and that, uh, full of attitude. But after the whole divorce and the whole how much life has beat her down, she's become this most amazing, patient, kind, loving person. And guess what? I am the recipient of that. Wow. <laughs> Kill I am. I'm I really think with you, you know? And then she's telling me the same thing. When she met me and how I took care of the family, cooked for everybody, uh, paid for this, paid for that, uh, bring everybody on adventures, traveling, all sorts of things. And then she, to, to her, it's like, wow, this, this is my dream guy too. And then, but we both did not become this way, uh, wouldn't be this way, if not for our divorces. So if, if you meet anybody with a divorce, I think mindsets need to do change, need to change. And somebody who's gone through pain uh, will often be sculpted, will often change and will often um, turn out to be a, a better person and more appreciative and more mm. thankful. I'm so thankful for her. She's so thankful for me. I'm so thankful for Gretel. I'm so thankful for Renee. I'm just, I've become a thankful person, you know, and, mm. uh, and society really should be like kinder. There's a lot of more empathy, people hiding, Yeah, Yeah, more empathy. There's a lot of people hiding behind the keyboards and whacking whatever they want to say, you know, and they're just being um, really, really mean to this person that you don't know. Uh, you don't know the story. Uh, some bloggers even write about me. You know, like, wow. oh, versus, <laughs> me versus Mark Lee. Everybody should be like Mark Lee. Everybody don't be like Danny Long because, you know, he complains um, about right. bad business. You know, but it's a totally different scenario. Once a restaurant, once this, his business dropped 40%. My, my business dropped 85%. It's like different scenarios, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm digressing. But, Mm. The, the thing is that everybody should have more empathy, I feel, um, in our society, especially when it comes to things that you don't know about or don't know the full picture. Mm. Um, yeah, just kindness. Eh? Do, do you...
1: Okay, this is a 3 phone question. Okay, Do you have... Mm. A, a, if you could say anything, would you say anything mm. to, um, let's say, a couple or an individual that is thinking about um, getting a divorce? Um, someone who is in the midst of a divorce or someone who has just finish a divorce and kind of getting through that rough patch. Do you have anything wow. to say to people in these three stages?
0: Those, you've, you've nailed it on the head, basically, because those are the three stages of, of basically, life, you know, relationship. Yeah. For those who are thinking about getting a divorce, uh, before you go and get a divorce, I think you should try your darnest to remember why you fell in love in the first place. That's the first thing. Um, is there anything to salvage? Don't stay together for the sake of the children. Don't stay together for the sake of expectations. Uh, you're scared of something that's going to be messy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, don't stay together. You've seen how like older couples, they stay together for 40 years and they're absolutely miserable. And then and when they're 65, then they get divorced. <laughs> you know? yeah, but, yeah.
1: When people tell me it's like, oh, been... look at that lovely old couple, you know, they are still hanging on, I'm like, maybe they hate each other. You don't know, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. There's so many couples <laughs> out there. So, but first of all, you need to try your best to try to save the marriage. Um, and a lot of people just forget to have fun. If you're in that stage, maybe it's just because you're not having fun. Maybe because you don't know each other's love languages. Maybe because you haven't put in the effort that's required. All relationships require effort. And if there's no effort, a marriage is not going to work. A marriage, people start taking things for granted. And if you, if you start taking things for granted, your other half is never going to appreciate it it and it's just gonna snowball into something that's poisonous or bad so what you need to do is just put in effort both parties need to basically put in effort you know um yeah but give it a try first but if you cannot stay together then maybe a a divorce is probably the 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 best way out Mm. just remember as well that you can get divorced at any moment can you can be young you can be old uh it's never about uh Mm that you you cannot find somebody. Mm. There is somebody for everybody. I I trust that with all my heart. There's somebody for everybody and that somebody else out there is uh, really waiting for you, you know, so to speak. Uh, there's this exercise that I advise all my single friends and it's always worked uh, actually 100% of the time. There's no failures. On a list, you write 10 things you want from a partner, 10 things you don't want in a partner, put it on your mirror, look at it every single day. Before you know it, you are manifesting this person in front of your life and uh, this person will just appear. How does mm. it work? It's because you look at the qualities every day and when you meet somebody new, you immediately uh, self-filter already. You're mm. filtering out this person, whether this person can, you can take it to the next level or not. Mm. And it actually really, really, really works. So mm. manifestation. Uh, that said, if you guys are not meant to be together, try to work things through in a really amicable way. And um, know for a fact, no matter how much you hate each other, he could have cheated, she could have cheated, no matter how much you hate each other, at the base of it all, the other person is a decent person. That's why you got married to the person in the first place, you know. So work it through, cannot work through, then uh, don't be unhappy. We live, in, we live such short lives, you know. Like I'm 45 now, I think I'm going to live till 75. Which, makes, which, which probably gives me a 30-year horizon. If mm. somebody told you that you can only live for 30 more years, how would you live your life? And wouldn't you want to be happy for most of the 30 years yeah. rather than be miserable? So you can work that. Mm. The second part, what's your second question? Again? In, the, second in question.
1: the midst of a divorce. Or okay. people who are in the midst of a divorce. If
0: you're in the midst of a divorce, try to do it amicably. Uh, sometimes it's not about the money. Uh, sometimes it's not about... Um, getting an upper hand on your spouse or your other half. It really is about your state of mind and your, and your, your happiness. And sometimes when you, like back then when, when uh, me and Jamie broke up, I didn't think that I would be happy ever again. You know, sometimes you're caught in so much grief that you think that, oh, there's, I'm never going to be happy again. But just know that even then, after, when, when, you, when you heal, uh, your happiness will come again. And you're going through a divorce. You're just holding on, holding on, holding on when, when maybe the best thing you can do is to just work on yourself and work on your own uh, issues and work on yourself and, and become a, just a better version. Um, 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. 2. I'm actually 3.6 now. <laughs> <laughs> Quite uh, evolved already. Uh, but the thing is, um, if you you are going through a divorce, it's probably a really tough time in your life. And believe it or not, uh, Andy, like I get so many DMs about people going through divorce. And then when they DM me about all, I've I've actually I've counseled at least uh, maybe forty fifty uh, men who are going through a divorce. They ask me how do I do it, and then I I ask them for the number. I give them a call back. Wow. And then I. I, I, I chat with every one of them for an hour and I just tell them about my, my experience. I tell them how we're doing it. They tell me their wow. problems and we think of it's a solution generous
1: together. Of you. Yeah.
0: No, man. I, 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 I know what they're going through. It is so tough when you're going through so much pain and you're going through so much um, difficulties and sometimes the other party refuses to come to the table. Like so many of these guys that I'm talking to, uh, the other halves are refusing to let them see their children. Oh. And they are so much, you're going through so much pain. So, I, you know, we come up with solutions on what they can do in that kind of a scenario. And, oh, it's, <laughs> heavens are crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you are not going through a lot of pain if you're going through a divorce, mm. but know for a fact that even this too will pass. It won't, mm-hmm. it won't be forever. And the faster you're able to let go is the, will be, the, the quicker it is, you'll be able to work on yourself. Mm. And when you work on yourself, be it physically. I remember when I, I was 83 kg, mm. right after the, the divorce, I went down to 73. And wow, well, suddenly mm. got six-pack. You know? <laughs> Not in the <laughs> healthiest way,
1: but at least got lah.
0: La. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I you know, gained weight again after and I got happy again. Mm. But work on yourself, um, be better, understand your own faults, and a lot of self-reflection. Self-reflection was amazing. Mm. Okay, Great. and the final, the final one yeah. was um
1: after like you are just done with the divorce and you are kind of going through like the dark okay. part.
0: After you're you're done with the divorce, actually, when you're done with the divorce, it's not the dark part. You know, the dark part is during the divorce. Right. When you're done with the divorce, you will feel a sense of uh, relief. Actually, um, oh. Because you've already had so much time mm. to process and so much time to, to grieve already. Mm. Uh, when you're finally done with the divorce, um. I think that is a time where you truly can start healing. Uh, like, even if it was a, a girl who cheated on her other half and then after that they got a divorce, that girl who cheated their relationship, if it lasts, it, it will be something. If it doesn't last, it will also be something. But that, even that person needs to heal as well. Uh, like, I, I would say it applies to everybody. Like You just need to take time to heal. And I think besides healing, right, the important part in, in, in post-divorce uh, is also to love yourself. I remember going on, on trips away to beaches and go surfing. Oh, wow. Do things that find yourself. to do. <laughs> find yourself trips, yeah. yeah. I, I, I jumped off a 40-foot cliff. Wow. You know, wow. I took a, took a moment while wow, I was so high, you know, but it was the cliff jumping, you know, the 20, 30, 40. You know, yeah. the,
1: Whoa, 40 is really like high.
0: Yeah. Then I arrived there, I watching other people do it. Immediately, I said, I want to jump on the highest one. <laughs> so like, I was scared out of my wits, but, but the preparation on going up, the mindset, the adrenaline, the whole entire thing, holy shit, I'm going to die, <laughs> type thing, um, really pushed myself to discover myself. And, and post-divorce, it really is a discovery period to discover yourself and to discover yourself again. Maybe it's because you lost yourself in the marriage, in the things that you had to accomplish on a daily basis, you lost yourself. And because you lost yourself, your wife fell out of love with you. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's just as simple as that. Maybe you lost yourself as a woman and your husband is no longer attracted to you. It's about finding yourself and post-divorce, find yourself again and you will find love again. It's,
1: wow. It's, it's magical. Wow, you're getting chills, man, bro. <laughs> That's very powerful. Um, yeah, I, I totally, it, totally can feel that. Yeah,
0: yeah it's just about we, we're living in this world, you know. We live in this world. Why spend any of it being miserable? Why spend mm. any of it not challenging yourself? Why spend any of it not doing something meaningful with your life? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's just... Whew, yeah, Ooh. man. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, th- this is
1: the reason why I really wanted to do this episode. I I feel like you see, like you are getting a lot of DMs. It's because there really isn't any resource out there or any anywhere that you can go to for like something as simple as going through a divorce, either as a as a, a female or as a male. You know, it's just yeah. like there's nothing. Like in our culture, it's like so taboo that like huh? I cannot even. know even there isn't like a hotline even to like call. Yeah, it's like nothing. You know. So I I hope like. Y- like by you sharing, I'm sure a lot of people will get helped. And even like, I think kids, you know, like with parents yeah. understanding like the process and understanding what they can do. I think a lot of kids will also actually get like a better family, like co-parenting family.
0: Thank yeah. you, man. Thank I you something else, this, man. I put something else on YouTube. Hmm. Uh, it's also about divorce. Uh, and if you search it, it's been seen 99,000 times. And oh, wow, the fact that so many people see it, it's really proof that there's not much resource. Yeah. It can, really is a taboo subject. Can Can you
1: send me the link? I'll put it on uh, along with oh, this. Can. Yeah, So can, people can go down and basically just watch that as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, when you watch that one, it's actually <laughs> a pretty good resource on how we dealt with it. And wow. uh, uh, some of the, the things that we talked about inside that YouTube, uh, we're still executing now, still wow. today. So I think it's, a, it's awesome. quite a good thing.
1: All right, man. Yeah. Thank you divorce. for your time, Ooh. man. Super generous. Oh thank Appreciate you it. <laughs> all right man i'll, I'll send it uh i'll send it over to you when we are posting and i'll send the link to you soon thank you man bro okay man you
0: Appreciate take care it. and then you, care. you you chill you relax and uh enjoy this <laughs> it break of time with your family. <laughs> oh my god i kind of like it no i, I, I like it. it yeah sorry go, go only point. in dosages right you only like it yeah. to a certain <laughs> point. but because uh like i'm doing some deliveries myself like mm. like face art school we have to go and send online courses and we have to send uh. the materials to them so, it's our opportunity to get out of the house. If you got out of your house, just once a day, go and do something, do errands or do whatever, you'll feel more sane. When you come back, you'll enjoy it. Uh, but I'm enjoying the, this time now.
1: Right. The art class, your face art class, can you send me the
0: link as well? Maybe I'll order something yeah. from there, yeah. No, no just let oh, me know. I'll send no something. No, don't. Oh. Super simple. Okay. Simple, simple to follow. Yeah. You Just yeah, follow yeah, the yeah, online yeah. lesson and then we'll... Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay, man. Cool, bro, cool, take care, cool. man. Take care. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. soon bro. Bye.